The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Everybody and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Watch Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode 233 on 5521, otherwise known as Cinco de Mayo. Hmm. I am Clyde, and today I am joined by Matthew Ross. Happy Cinco de Mayo. And Michael Aston. Howdy, everybody. Happy Revenge of the Fifth Day. <laughs> because yesterday sir. was May the 4th. Correct. You yes. with you. To, to and is... the rest of the month will be, this is the May. Oh, no. <laughs> I draw the line. No. I thought this was James May month where everybody has to drive really slow. <laughs> I, I do that anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Every month is James May no, month. But, but the thing is, when everybody's driving really slow, oh, gotcha. you're going to be miserable. <laughs> uh, yeah, so th- this is a themed episode because he's got himself a margarita delivered by, not delivered by a minor, as we no 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 not delivered by a minor. Not delivered by a minor. <laughs> so uh, apparently... Um, my i have a a family over to right now and uh my, my we have uh, my my mother-in-law and she loves margaritas and so she said i'm gonna make you a margarita it's like oh okay and you can watch and i said well i maybe i'll drink it during my podcast she says that sounds like a good idea yeah <laughs> i, I just like, okay not, i just want to know what you guys have against minors i mean they're <laughs> struggling in this down economy and they need work yeah, I agree. Well, this I, is the coal is not being mined as much as it used to be uh, up on the iron up northern Minnesota. That iron the iron range is uh they're booming. Okay, well, they're, I'll, but I'll they're the but they're guys. booming because the federal government placed too many regulations so they shut down all the mines and China said, "Eh, we don't care about fines." <laughs> they bought all the mines, put all the people back to work. Now all the iron comes out of the ground, goes straight on a boat, and goes over to China. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> yep. Hmm. No. Um. One thing was that my 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 mother in law said that um, in order to have a, a margarita on the show tonight, I had to put it in a margarita glass, and I was like, "Well, you don't have to," but she says, "But I want to." So she uh, went out and looking for one, and she could wow. not find one. Well, she, she, but yeah. until she went to Goodwill, ninety-eight cents. So it was a good deal. There you go. I was gonna <laughs> say, uh, you know, it's like the worst day to buy beer is on Super Bowl Sunday. The worst <laughs> day to buy a margarita glass is probably on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, she just did this like last weekend. So. Oh, oh, okay, okay. But still, I thought she went out. Okay. Day. Well, I'm gonna probably be sucking on that slowly, and it'll probably melt before the end of the episode, or I'm gonna down it, and it'll be one of those episodes. So, <laughs> all right. Well, let's either way, get this thing in gear. All right. Either way, it sounds good. Uh, so uh, we're gonna start with a story about HBO Max. HBO Max is looking to do their new uh, version of their uh, service, where they're going to provide you 
the same service with ads for a lower price. Looks like they've come out and announced that their plan is to come out with an ad supported version in June. And that new version will be $10 a month instead of the usual 15. So uh, is that is $5 a month less worth having ads? No. That's no, insane. considering some of the content on HBO Max already has ads at the $15. Which content is that? Uh, I want to say it was, it's stuff from other channels that's hmm. not HBO originals. Okay. Because there's a lot of Warner content on there. I, I want to say it was like the some of the Cartoon Network stuff for sure. Really? They put ads on that? And it's usually like pre-roll. Hmm. Now, my question to this is, are they going to put ads in the middle? <laughs> uh, nothing in the article explains that. And uh, I would imagine if they did that, the uh, negative backlash would be so great that everybody would pay $15 without. Well, and that's kind of what they're hoping for. Um, but I don't know. But, I wonder how much money they make from the ads. I but, mean, because a lot of the yeah. content, uh, the non original content, non HBO original content is already formatted with ad breaks in mind. So True. it would make sense that they would do that. Um, much just... like when you watch a VOD on YouTube TV from Cartoon Network or, you know, one of those channels that makes you watch the ads. Um, but I... so, but yeah, I was going to say if it's just pre-roll, then absolutely. Uh, save the five bucks but if they're putting it in the middle breaking up the content then no absolutely yeah. not I, I suspect that they're they wouldn't do this if it only made them five dollars a month per user so they're, they're looking at this as a as a net positive increase oh, in, absolutely. in revenue so they want people to accept this offering save mm -hmm. some money and get ads my suspicion is there probably are in longer form video, um, probably mid 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 video ad breaks, um, like you indicated, Clyde. They're they're generally set so that they can. So I, I would expect there probably would be in long form content, probably not in short term, short form like thirty minute shows. Um, we'll see well, though. Um, I was say because there's, a lot of those well, I won't because oh. there's no way I would ever do this. I don't I, have HBO Max, but I would never pay. I, I, I never... just hope that, so I get HBO Max for free through AT&T. <laughs> I just hope they don't say, oh, well, we're still giving you HBO Max for free, but it's the ad version. Ooh, I'd I wonder. Angry. Now that would be a really logical, actually, approach, right? If they introduce this just so that they can add ads for the people that are getting it free and convince those people to pay five bucks or something a month to get rid of the ads. Yeah, you, you know what would happen? I would it. just stop using it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to pay them 15 bucks. But because historically, like when, when people got HBO or let's say Hulu, when they got Hulu for free, they would get the ad version and you mm -hmm. couldn't pay the difference to get right. the ad free that way. And in, uh, so, and I'm just talking historically with these free bundles with other services, upgrading and paying the extra money 
was never an option and I doubt it would be an option uh, in this case. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably their target then, right? Like mm -hmm. if, if I cared about HBO max enough to want it, then I would be willing to pay the $15 over free because of ads. Yeah. It, 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 there's no way like I just I, I'm so averse to ads I don't know how much I pay to get rid of them but I pay a lot of money right now to get rid of ads and all of my con my when, things so when we got our AT&T uh, deal a while ago with the, our cell phones and they would give us the uh, direct TV now uh, and AT&T now stuff for a reduced price eventually they dropped that reduced price a lot to the point where it was basically not free and not any reduction at all it was really annoying to us and that kind of creep that they did for that well they kind of did that for, for to, to kind of um they kind of were trying to push everybody out of the out of the way for uh to for that service anyways they're trying to kill it so maybe that's what the reason they did it for there but here if they do the same thing with that that would suck altogether also um if they start putting ads in the middle of the movies uh, yeah, I think there's where your role really would happen. And last but not least, I just want to say that this is basically a snow cone with uh, booze. So, well, that's <laughs> like the definition of a margarita, isn't that? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. It's just like it's it, it's it's mostly shaved ice. It's it's fine. It's good. It, it's like, an adult <laughs> snow cone. Mm. I agree. <laughs> Hey, uh, so Microsoft is uh, actually. Whoops, that's skipped the story. Let me go back one. Google has made an made some uh, updates to their Google Assistant. Uh, they are making some changes to make it a little bit more user friendly. Uh, noted here is the ability for you to tell Google Assistant how to correctly pronounce a name. For example, if it's been saying your name wrong this whole time, you can say, "Google, I want you to pronounce it correctly. I want you to call me." Matthew, or whatever you want to say, you know. It's Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> With an S. It's Matthew. <laughs> so you will be able to, to get um, uh, Google Assistant to, to uh, correctly pronounce names that, that uh, you put in the system for it. So that's kind of a cool yeah, so Yeah, but I kind of like when it mispronounces <laughs> words. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you, you've been able to, to correct your own name in the past, but only your name. This will allow you to do all of your contacts. Mm. Um, oh, I hear, I can think but, of the pranks now. This is great. I love this. <laughs> I, I have, I have a actual experience with this. So last summer I was driving over to get fireworks because my state uh, is dumb and they don't like revenue. So I had to go to the <laughs> next state over. Um, to get the the good stuff like everybody else in this state um and i was driving and my buddy was with me and he said he said because we were between uh cities but he, he and he asked he said where are we so i asked android assistant i said hey you know hey g man where where are we and it said like the name of a town and then said why and I, I was like, what do you mean, why? I, I don't have to justify why I'm asking you. And I, and I asked it again. It said, you are currently blah, blah, blah. Why? It wasn't until later 
that I realized it was trying to pronounce the uh, the short version of Wisconsin, which is W I. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it kept saying why. It's like, what do you mean why? It's not your job to ask me why. Yeah. Only to do what I tell you to do. You know, the, the other thing about this in this article that I thought was interesting is that they're working on the um, natural language processing to better understand context. Mm -hmm. And instead of processing each word individually, processing the entire context of the sentence at the same time, um, the, my, my favorite part is that the assistant can now respond nearly 100% accurately to alarms and timer tasks. <laughs> I'm like, wow, how did the bar get so low that we're excited now that it can set alarms and timers correctly? No, actually, they broke that uh, because I use the alarm function on my Google Home because oh, yeah. there's times where I'll have to get up at a different time than I normally do. I'm not going into my phone and monkeying with my alarms because I'll mess something up and I'll forget to go back and change it. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell my Google home to set an alarm for a specific time. Cause it's a one time only. Well, there was some sort of update about a week or so ago. Now the alarm's going off. And when I tell it to stop, it goes, I'm not doing anything or I don't have anything. <laughs> to stop. And the alarm keeps going and keeps going because I tell it to stop, but it doesn't understand anymore that stop means stop the alarm. And I ended up having to unplug this stupid thing because <laughs> I, was, I was angry. Um, they sorry. broke it. Uh, I mean, Android Assistant has understood context for years. They were light years ahead of everybody else in that regard. Um, but people, I don't think people utilize the context correctly. Because a lot of times you can ask it follow-up questions based on the answers that it get previously gave you, and it understands, right. you know, um, and then also proper punctuation. It, that, I, I've usually had good results because I, I use proper punctuation. I specify comma and question mark when I'm doing texts and stuff, where most people don't. Another thing it says that they did here is that they made it so it is able to understand when you change your mind mid-sentence. So yeah. if, if you are trying to tell it to do something and then the mid-sentence you're like, oh, I want to set an alarm for 15, no, 20 minutes. It knows that you meant 20 minutes. It right. is able to pick up that kind of a, yep. um, yeah. of a change. So that's kind I mean, of a I cool think, idea. I, I'm excited about this. You know, I don't use Google Assistant, but I think it's always exciting when they when they advance the technology a little bit more. I, I personally use timers and alarms all the time. It's probably the most common thing I use my Echo for is setting timers and stuff like that. And in my morning alarms, those are all. And the only thing I've ever encountered on my Echo that it can't handle is if I have two alarms that are set and, and overlap because I maybe snooze one and then um, I can't tell it to dismiss a snoozed alarm. <laughs> I have to wait till it comes on again to dismiss it. That's mm -hmm. um, the only thing I've encountered that I can't figure out. So hopefully Google's figured that out because Amazon is not. 
Uh, if, if the alarm is on your phone, you can bring it up and dismiss it. That's one place you could do it. Yeah, so. I can do it on the phone app too, as well. Yeah. But I don't know about the, the, the speakers. So that's a good point. I have more I could talk about this, but let's <laughs> move on. Microsoft has decided to do, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe it makes sense right about now to uh, go ahead and reduce the amount of money they're charging for people for games and other things inside their app store. They've changed, they've followed the lead of Epic, who just recently reduced it to 12%. And are also doing a 12% uh, uh, revenue for themselves for all the things on their platform. And as the uh, uh, Matt Booty, the uh, Xbox Game Studio head, said, seems like a good time to do that without mentioning the words Epic or Apple. Is that his real name, or is Appar- that his screen name? Uh, I is don't that know. Like his version of uh, Poodle Puncher. As one of millions of Matt and the Matts in the world, uh, okay, Matt Booty. Oh, he might be one of the guys from that other dimension in uh, in Buckaroo Banzai because they were all like there was John Big Booty and they all had like booty names. <laughs> no idea. All right. Ah, so here we are. Spotify has apparently made changes to their their interface. Your library interface has been updated in a way to make it a little bit easier for you to search your library. Uh, apparently, uh, it used to be set up in a way that where uh, their podcasts were kind of tucked into the side of the of the phone interface, and it was harder for you to search and find your your content. One of the basic things they've done is they've added a search section to the top to make it much easier to find. Uh, I know at least one person has uh, been upset about their uh, Spotify interfaces. This, Did this, this fix a- it? This no, this is what they're bragging about now is exactly what I was complaining about a week ago or <laughs> a week or two. They've made it, yeah, they've made it easy to get to the podcast. It's impossible to get to the music that I'm paying for. I don't want the podcasts, especially when I'm driving, um, because they limit how much you can scroll while your, your vehicle's moving. So a lot of times I can't even get to the stuff that I want because it's now pushed so far down that it will not let me while my while I'm driving. And that's the only time I listen to Spotify. So oh. no, I I will say whatever they're bragging about, they're wrong. <laughs> it's terrible. <sighs> oh well, I'm sorry. Hopefully they fix it for you, fix it for you. Yeah. yeah. No, they're just going to be like, oh, okay. You don't want to give us 10 bucks anymore. Um, well, and actually, those prices are going up again. So, again, I oh, believe man. so. I saw something about that. Um, I don't know if we have it in our stories, but no, I don't have it in our stories. No. Uh, you, yeah. YouTube is testing a new feature, which is very much like SoundCloud, where you will be able to see comments and place comments on a specific time of a, a video. Uh, YouTube does have the, the ability for you to uh, have a live session of your video of a show and you would have that uh, all your time stuff uh, stamp stuff appear correctly in the chat of that live session. Similar to that, they're also going to be able to let you let you allow actual comments in a video uh, specifically at specific times within the scrub bar. You'll be able to see little marks where those where those those comments have been left. Uh, this is uh, very much in a uh, bait and an alpha. They're very, they're only allowing certain people to try it right now, so it's uh, you probably won't see it anywhere. Uh, but uh, th- we'll see if this can, ends up being uh, something that we see on more of these videos. So, can you do comments 
in YouTube in live streams? Yes. Oh, yeah. In but they're, they're in, a chat in a chat along the side. So okay. if you watch a recording of a, live of a live stream after the fact, they don't show up on the video, but they show up in the normal chat area on and YouTube. And in in the time that they would have normally appeared, and video. yeah, and then it scrolls through in the in in real time with the video. Oh, it was recorded. Okay. Um, kind of interesting. But so, are either of you familiar with SoundCloud? With how only a tiny bit? Okay. So what SoundCloud does, and this, I kind of hope that if they go with this, they give us a way to turn it off because okay. it's overlaid over the video along mm. the bottom and it's got like usually has marks where there were a lot of comments here there's you know a lot of comments here or not so then you can see the peaks and the valleys right um and i hope they don't do that well soundcloud has sense. no video in it right but that's what no i was saying it makes sense to do it that way uh for audio because you got nothing else but it, I don't think it makes sense for video. So that's why, that's what has me wonder because they specifically said like SoundCloud, if it wasn't similar in the way they're implementing it, they wouldn't even reference well, that. There's a lot of variations you can do on that though. Like yeah. imagine putting that over the top of the, the play box, right? So that it would just be a simple wave over the box, over the play bar the progress bar for things then mm -hmm. like you could see where the most comments are but when but you mouse away it disappears when you mouse away it disappears yeah, that's what i was that, saying something I like mean, that'd be cool i i just saying they it needs to be a way to dismiss it yeah um because also if you can dismiss it that kind of defeats the purpose of even mm -hmm. having it there um because no, well, like i mean if it auto goes away like when you yeah. mouse off then that defeats the whole purpose of it being there. Um, but it, if if you need a way, I mean, there just needs to be a way that I can shut it I, down. I, I've seen some SoundCloud comments that are like, you know, short novels. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I see my, my suspicion is that they probably recognize that there's a difference between a pure audio product and an AV product. Hope fingers crossed. <laughs> well, but they didn't seem to understood or understand that YouTube Red might be misconstrued for another. <laughs> well, that um, was that was um <laughs> one of many mistakes. <laughs> that's that's an epic like like epic I, said, Come I on. mean that <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. <laughs> I was in mid-drink, fired me. Uh, it, it, All right. intentionally. What might be the story of the week only because it has made the most noise, Roku has made good on their threat with Google and Apple TV, or not Apple TV, Google and YouTube TV, and have uh, pulled the YouTube TV app from the App Store for record devices. Yep. That means that if you already have YouTube TV installed on your Roku, you are just fine. You may continue watching your content. It is not stopping you in any way from getting it. But if you have access to a Roku device and you'd like to install the YouTube TV app, it is no longer available in the store. This is the kind of uh, tactic that has been used by Roku before in the past for different, uh, uh, you know, for various different uh, um, content providers. 
uh, to try to push into better deals with the companies when their contracts are running out or have run out, like it has apparently done here. Apparently the time for uh, the contract has in fact run out and uh, they have made uh, demands that Google uh, uh, do certain things and Google's like going, uh, the, the response from Google is like, we're not doing anything really. This is really kind of like not fair, but okay. <laughs> uh, the response is, all, is kind of bland almost. So we'll see. I, I, it almost sounds like the, we, we're not doing anything. True. We but here's the, say that. Yeah, so but here's my here's my problem. Roku is asking for Google to do four simple things, simple commitments, according to Roku. Yeah. First, not to manipulate consumer search results, which has nothing to do with Roku. Second, well, not to require access to data not available to anyone else, which are they doing that with Roku? I don't know. Third, not to leverage their YouTube monopoly for to force Roku to accept hardware requirements that would increase consumer costs. Now, I can kind of see this because maybe it's like, and our next version of the YouTube TV app will require AV1 support, and your Roku does not support that. Uh, then guess what? People will not be able to buy, will not be, will stop using <laughs> uh, YouTube TV because... Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Your Roku, which is perfectly good, could play it just fine if you just continue to have support for it. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm sorry. I still don't think that's quite it. And number four, not to act in a discriminatory and an anti-competitive ma manner against Roku. Well, what <laughs> is, I, none of these things are really anything that substantive. I don't think this is yeah. all kind of like minutia that they're arguing about i, I don't think know. the one thing that it so in regards to the search results being that i'm an avid roku user sure I, and i use youtube tv i can speak to this if google did want to restrict searches to youtube while youtube tv and youtube is open i get where google or where roku uh, would have a problem with that because the whole point of the Roku search is I'll be watching, let's say I'm watching a video and somebody mentions, let's say ice pirates. And I go, Oh yeah. Hey, ice pirates. And I go, Hey, you know, I push the button and I tell Roku ice pirates. I want it because Roku will show me everywhere that right. it's available. Yeah. Google doesn't want you to Google only wants you or they're what they're claiming and we don't know if it's actually true, How? is that that search, since I paused my YouTube video, they're saying that Google wants that search result to be restricted to YouTube so it would only give me results for Ice Pirates on YouTube in that scenario. And that would that is the thing that I if they did ask for that restriction, then I am I would side with Roku and say absolutely not. Okay, forgive me if I don't understand, but isn't Roku the operating system? Isn't that button on the remote theirs where yes. they, when they press that button, it exactly. absolutely overrides every single application exactly. and goes back to that? <laughs> How would app YouTube, YouTube TV, Google, and at all, and anybody else be able to stop them? No, that I mean, but that's what they're saying is if you don't give us this then we're not going to agree. But it's nothing to give. They can't give them that. No, you, they could. You can write in the code that while an app is open, then this search function works within the app. 
Well, it, then also Roku has the power within their code to say, no, it doesn't let you do that. No, 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 no. What I'm Roku saying is, is Roku has the ability to put that in, which is what Google, they're saying Google wants them to do. And they're saying we don't oh, want to. Well, yeah, well, that, that, that's what I was saying. It is okay. theoretically possible that Roku could write that into the OS for they don't need to. anybody. Yeah, but, I agree. But no. Um, I, I there's there, there's a search button at the top of the screen of your mm -hmm. YouTube which, thing where you can search for, and that works great. Mm -hmm. um, if you press the Roku search button, having it come up with the Roku search results now, that's Devil's what Advocate, there. De sure. Devil's Advocate. If I'm an avid voice user and I'm also an avid YouTube watcher on the Roku, yes, it would be handy if what I finished a video and someone says, "Hey." uh bring up the vod squad and i could just push the button and say the vod squad and then youtube automatically searched yes that would be handy but that's not up to i mean that's not something that you can demand a broku uh, and also it would make perfect sense for you to be able to say bring up the button and say find the vod squad on youtube yeah. And then it would do that. I mean, search, people are lazy. This, the, the thing is, the thing about these, these claims that's, that's completely ridiculous is that these are so nonspecific <laughs> that there's no way to make any kind of reasonable assessment of whether or not Google is actually doing something bad or is doing something that literally every company in their situation is and would mm -hmm. be doing. It's Hulu or Roku, if they're if they want to, you know, engender support for their side, they need to actually give something that's meaningful, not these like yeah. broad generalizations that that could mean anything from literally criminal to totally innocent and everybody would do it. Yeah. I mean, come on, this this is kind of pointless. Give us give us actual useful information. And, you know, of course, Google comes back and says, we're not doing any of these things. This is all baseless claims. And if you're going to give a claim that unspecific, I would definitely refute it and say that these are baseless. So I, I, I'm going to put the onus on Roku here to actually say something meaningful. Um, besides, I'm currently, um, currently very unhappy with Roku, which... Uh, is not going to change until they fix their app. So, oh, okay. <laughs> which, yeah, which I, app? I'll I'll rant about it in oh, my okay. rant. Uh, <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah, Roku, Roku. This is uh, this is the thing they've done in the past, and they will continue to do again. So, <sighs> well, it'll happen again with the next product, I'm sure. So we'll see what happens next time. Hey, uh, let's talk about Hulu since we mentioned it accidentally. Hulu is uh, got has added the Viacom CBS networks to their system, especially the live service. So you are able to watch all of the various CBS uh, and Viacom uh, mm. uh, channels now on the Roku. Which, um, if you have the no ads version, you can have access to the Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, VH1, MTV, and the Paramount Network to starting today. So that's freaking awesome. That makes. Uh, Hulu, once again, probably one of the best deals on streaming TV out there. So good on them. Mm -hmm. Sure. That, that's, on, that's only on the live TV, right? Oh, it's yeah. not 
on uh, regular Hulu. Right. So this is Hulu TV, live TV. I mean, honestly, like it would be meaningful if they were adding any networks that had any consequence in the last decade or two. Well, um, I mean, you must have no kids nice. who like Nickelodeon. <laughs> I mean, I like Nickelodeon. Okay, maybe Nickelodeon's worth watching. You know, um, that is the one thing that basically pushed us into getting, uh, uh, what was it? That other streaming service, Philo, because it had Nick. So, I feel like, I mean, I, I haven't watched Nickelodeon in a long time, but I feel like the last couple of times I'd watched Nickelodeon, all of the good shows were reruns of Nickelodeon. So, I don't know. Yeah. Once again, you are probably too old for them now. I was going to say, uh, I would like to watch The Owl House, but that might but, actually be on Disney. But see, that's 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 a failure on the on the network side, right? Like there is you can definitely make good animated shows for kids that adults enjoy. There there are endless examples of this. So if if Nickelodeon isn't producing something that your parents can enjoy with you, then it's not producing good enough content, in my opinion. Fair enough. Even though all those other channels are actually uh, uh, good, good free, essentially, essentially free uh, additions to the Hulu Live package. And since Hulu Live does have DVR functionality built into it, even though you don't have video on demand necessarily from yeah. uh, the base system, you can record the show that was on those channels. That's a pretty awesome comparison compared to basically the other big player in the room, other players in the room, which is uh, YouTube TV and who else? For the get uh, gets everything kind of uh, uh Philo, Philo, no, Philo's only twenty dollars a month, and that's almost nothing. Oh, but <laughs> I was gonna say no. They have they had the Viacom stuff for a yes, long time. they have the Viacom. That's stuff, what but, I was saying. But I was wondering who who's left of the big we cover oh, everything providers. YouTube Sling. TV. Oh, Sling, kind of yeah. yeah. Sling, Sling's still there. Um, ABC. They don't. They don't. They, they're missing one of the channels though. Still. Aren't they? I can't well, remember. they have they lost some stuff at one point, but um, yeah, I don't know. Fubo, uh, Fubo, that's right. They they kind of came in from behind and have become a real thing because they so, were the if you only care about sports channel, but then all the sports went away, so they had to be. Hey, if you only care about sports. Uh, we've got come other back stuff to us now. in a couple of years <laughs> we've, yeah um yeah fubo but uh um That's, yeah all right here's an interesting uh bit, a bit of uh information ios uh they, the guys who love to hack into the betas of the newer versions of the operating system have uh hacked into there the the fact that it looks like a lossless audio codec is being uh introduced into uh, the newer versions of the newer Apple OS and uh, this new lossless format is going to be of something on the new on the app music app. Uh, the theory is that this is going to be a comp competitor to Spotify's uh, Hi-Fi uh, uh, audio system that they have here. And uh, so those uh, audio files who really want their high-end music, you can now get a, a lossless audio format of your, uh, will be, looks like a version of the lossless audio will be coming to the Apple Music app as well. Okay. Uh, I can tell you myself that I could care less about this. <laughs> I'm big into music and even I don't care. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, but then again, I've, I've got so much hearing loss from my time <laughs> in the military that 
I don't even know if I could tell the difference. Um, the one thing I can say, uh, that picture, whatever those headphones are, they are hideous. Those are the <laughs> Apple Hi-Fi. Oh, man. Those are the ugliest things since I've... Those are the ugliest thing I've seen since a Tesla. Um, <laughs> oh, so you, you should totally take a moment to watch those initial reactions because... Actually, the funniest thing about those is the carrying case, I must say. I won't say anything else about it, but you should probably go watch it just to see the reactions about the carrying case that comes with it. It's bad. For the AirPod Max? Yeah, the, the, the AirPods, the, 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 those headphones, those whatever they, they call them, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, but the carrying case has um, been branded a certain way, which is hilarious. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, I... Like shower bag? No, worse. Oh. No, I, I, I found agree. some pictures. Why? I did a search for the Apple Hi-Fi carrying case, and I didn't get what I think. Oh, Lord, that's awful. So they, they call it a woman's brassiere. Well, oh, my goodness. Oh, what the? Okay. I, I, I just want to I want to oh, shake the, way, the hand of the guy that had the balls to recommend that case. And also? After the, they designed the headphones don't turn off until you put them in the case. Because that has to have been a joke. And somebody was like, I dare you to try to get the get that produced. And the guy did it. And then Apple released it. And then the world laughed at the joke. Because there's no way that that was not a dare. <sighs> I don't know what to say. That's awful. Oh, sorry. An uh, official statement just came in from Apple. You're looking at it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. You're supposed to look at it cross-eyed with one eye squinting. I, I don't think you're supposed to look at it at all. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, here's the story, guys. This is an interesting because it's big movers, big things moving around. So We've had a lot of uh, of big companies being kind of merged and mashed around and moved around the industry, and it looks like Verizon has decided to sell a portion, not all, but a portion of their their assets of uh, Yahoo and AOL onto a, a, an investment firm called Apollo Global Management. Uh, this is uh, for five billion dollars. The new company will be called Yahoo. And uh, this is a, a portion of all those different companies. I mean, it wasn't there. Uh, uh, Warner was built into this for a while, was bought into it and sold it. And there was a question about Mozilla buying parts of it for a while for millions of dollars. And that was a thing that was going on for the, back in the 90s. And, and uh, Verizon has been holding onto it and doing trying to make things with it. And for a while, they were going to rename this thing Oath. Remember that? Oath. Well, good thing they dropped that. That was a bad idea. And uh, now it has finally been moved on to uh, being Verizon Media being renamed into Yahoo uh, by and owned by this, uh, this I don't know what this... this I was going to say, why do they dislike Apollo so much? That they're going to dump this companies on this? Um, I, I, I will say I miss Yahoo. Uh, as a search engine, it was my favorite. 
I liked Yahoo because if I knew the category I was looking for, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what was in the category, mm-hmm. they actually had a pretty good category breakdown system back in the day. Where like I'm looking for computers, yeah. computer hardware, graphics cards, you know, and then the, and you would break it down. And you're like, oh, there's yeah. the website or the things for that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it was. I mean, geez, we're old, right? Like we're so old that we remember the day when it was feasible to categorize every website and to actually look at lists of websites that fit into a category. But I agree, early days I used Yahoo and I believe that even when Google came out, it was still far superior for a while, um, at least for the way that I navigated. It, it, it made it more, it made it much easier to have that serendipitous find of a website, right? That, that was in a category and anything that you liked. I thought that was great. That was also back in the day of, um, you know, web rings. So you could click on a on a arrow on the bottom of the web page and go to another similar web page. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was great. I think that I still actually occasionally use um, Yahoo Finance for um, financial information. That's the only thing I've used Yahoo for in the last almost decade probably but it still has a pretty good finance uh tool yeah, with yeah. A pretty good information. Well, their services are fine um but uh i i always loved the fact that when i opened up my browser and i went to yahoo as the home page it would give me just enough information i wasn't necessarily looking for without being overbearing not like you go to msn and it's just an entire page plastered with crap you don't care about and you can't even find the search bar (laughs) um so it was a happy medium between uh like the sparse nothingness of google's start page and like the other browsers that just wanted to blast you with uh information um and and you could make it blast you with information too i remember the the yahoo you could log in with it Mm-hmm. And it would start giving you yeah. specific things you want. Back when that was the first I starting, was, that was good. I was really, really upset when they got rid of the, um, I can't remember, like I, I something, your I page or whatever, the, the Yahoo customized page. Because um, that was my homepage on my browser for, for a very long time. You could customize it and have your weather and all your widgets all set up correctly um, to, get, to get a custom page. I, yeah. I love yeah. that but it was the desktop on my uh on windows remember when you could do live desktop <laughs> yeah. oh goodness no <laughs> for a no. while um but okay i never did that i was always a little too scared to have the internet just open all the time on my desktop but well those are also dial up days <laughs> and if your uncle didn't own the dial up isp uh, it would cost a ton of money. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, but uh, yeah. So back to Verizon. Um, yeah. I, I'm interested to see how this shakes out. Uh, yeah. And also, our... it's not clear exactly which parts were sold necessarily. And uh-uh. so we'll see what gets, you know, I mean, well, who knows what? Yeah. Gets, I mean, if gonna... Yahoo Finance might stay behind. Who knows? They, I mean, plus they're retaining a 10% stake in the company. So, it, I mean, I, I would assume it's all of it because <laughs> they're still, you know, technically owning part of it. 
they just sold a majority stake. Sure. So. All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, if you are a user of Box, which is kind of a Dropbox and a Google Drive and a OneDrive competitor, uh, they have a, a new feature for you audio files out there. You can upload your audio and use an interface built into it to use to automatically clean up your audio for background noises and balancing it for a cleaner sound and uh, a bunch of different features that are available from Adobe.io. Uh, so the guys at Adobe have this, uh, these uh, media processing uh, setups for built into it. Uh, Box will allow you to do up to 200 minutes per month for free of audio cleanup built into this, which, you know, it's not nothing. And um, that this allows you to uh, use it to uh, maybe make your podcast sound better. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So the actual cost is a maximum of five cents per minute. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you get up to 200 minutes for free and then anything after that so if we were if if i were to drop our uh, on average hour and a half episodes and 90 minutes so that for two so, we would yeah. get we'd be able to clean one of them for free and a little bit of the next one and then we'd be pay, paying five cents a minute so uh, you get to watch me math very slow. Forty-five dollars for every ninety-minute episode. Okay, there we go. So yeah, forty-five bucks an episode. Oh no, excuse me, four point five. Oh yeah, I, I forgot. Wow. I was gonna say um, it's much I, much less than that. Oh yeah, no, I'm so I mean, sorry. I I, I had the decimal point in the wrong spot. I am a little drunk. And I will say, it, for four and a half per episode, if it does a really good job. Yeah. might be worth it but... it's actually it's about nine bucks a month so mm -hmm. um you know two dollars and eleven cents two dollars and twelve cents an episode because it because you get the first 200 free so right it's you know the first episode and a half are free so it's it's not that bad really you can uh test uh, by the way i've just be by, by, by chance I decided to try the Dolby uh, recorder app on my Android phone, which does a lot of this cleanup to your own, uh, you know, yeah, you know, like video voice recordings that you put on the phone. So uh, you can try a similar, uh, see what kind of effect it could do for you, you know, using your own Android device or maybe an iOS device. I'd um, probably have something similar. So this sounds like a perfect Patreon upgrade. What? <laughs> if you pay, if you Milestone. if you up. If you upgrade to Patreon, you get the Dolby I.O. version of the audio of this thing. <laughs> no, I just mean like a milestone. If we um, get X number of people, of... we'll start using this. <laughs> Maybe. So you can or we could just do or or we could do it one even better. If if we get to, uh, let's say, 30 patrons, 30 paying patrons, I will hire someone to do the <laughs> audio every month rather than me trying to throw it together at the end of the show so I can go to bed. <laughs> Whatever. That's yeah. fine. 
that's how most people feel about Tom Hanks movies. Anyways, whatever. Uh, looks it's like fine. Apple Apple TV, uh, which recently picked up the uh, movie, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Greyhound from Tom he Hanks. Was, yeah, he, he wasn't happy about. He it, was, uh, but, well, Apple was pretty happy about it because apparently it came up. It came up with uh, Oscar nominations. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, Apple was very happy about that. So much so that they went ahead and said, hey, Tom Hanks, you got another movie coming? Oh, this movie called Finch? Uh, we'll pick that one up too. So if you're into Tom Hanks movies uh, and you're going to just have to go ahead and get yourself uh, lined up with the Apple TV uh, subscription because uh, their ne- his next movie is also going to be coming uh, to only to that platform. Okay. Uh, do you know anything about Finch? Not a thing. It's about a guy who builds a robot to take care of his dog. And okay. then the three set out into a post-apocalyptic American West where Finch teaches his robot the joy and wonder of being alive. Okay. That, that doesn't immediately ring as a Tom Hanks thing, but maybe. <laughs> Young Tom Hanks, when he was doing stuff like Bachelor Party... Yeah, or the man with one red shoe. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yes, I, bad weeb. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, I I wonder if this is somehow related to a boy and his dog. Um, <laughs> this this could be the stealth sequel. Uh, imagine imagine if if Tom Hanks had been in uh in a boy and his dog instead of Don Johnson. Um. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know. What no, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm curious how Tom Hanks feels. Hanks feels about this because he was very vocal about not how, not happy he was with the, the, the Greyhound movie only being available on the internet. Yeah, so I wonder if he also was, you know, coming up to Apple with, with his anger, if he has any pull at all uh, with these kind of things, which he probably does. He probably doesn't. Man. I I doubt he had any. You never know, but I bet you anything. They said, "Oh, don't worry, Tom. We'll pay you well." <laughs> anyway, okay, I feel better. <laughs> money fixes many things, and when you're Apple, money is a thing you have. Uh, okay, speaking of how you feel about things, uh, apparently uh, Spotify filed a patent for a voice recognition system. Uh, this system was specifically designed in order to figure out if you if, if to hear from the person and figure out the emotional state of a, of a person, of, among other things, like how old they are, the gender of the person, the, uh, the what's making them do things. It, it, so it's kind of a, let's try to figure out more kind of contextual uh, information about what they hear uh, inside with this uh, technology. Uh, what we have here is a bunch of, uh, of music artists were sending a letter to Spotify saying, please don't use this to track our users, the, the people listen to this and trying to, uh, you know, use this as, as an information in order to you know, advertise with or try to figure out, you know, how to discriminate against people. Um, <laughs> so it's, uh, which, which is an interesting stance. I mean, I could see that, that being abused. Uh, Spotify responded by saying that they had never implemented it and they don't ever plan on doing it in the way that's being described by, by in that shared letter. Um, that and also that they have every right to patent the technology and not yeah. use it. So, 
So um, this is an interesting story. Yeah. My, I mean, my, good. my answer to them is number one, if we developed a thing, we have every right in the world to patent it. And number two, you're a musician, stay, stay in your lane. So <laughs> here's the thing. This is, this is the thing that drives me crazy about people that don't know what they're talking about getting into these kinds of things. Fine to not want Spotify to do this, but to think that Spotify abandoning the use of this technology is going to keep this type of technology from existing no. and being utilized in a bad way, not the way Spotify would use it, but yeah. in a way that would be maybe governments using it or, uh, or whatever, that, that doesn't work. You can't just wish something out of existence and, and think, oh, well, this company that would have almost certainly used this in a, in a non-discriminatory, non-big uh, brother type way, probably just a, in order to help them make a little bit more money and s recommend something mm -hmm. that, that you would like more at that exact moment. Um, I'm sorry, but uh, that's not how technology works. You yeah. can't put, oh, sorry, let's delete that that concept from existence. Well, and the thing is, if they don't seek a patent, then you basically guarantee that everybody's going to be using it because they don't need permission. Sort of. I mean, the, the one downside to a patent is that it does require an explanation of the yes. uh, process that generates that result. So, you know, there is some publicize, publicization of it. But you would never patent something that you thought was so novel that it would be improbable for somebody else to come up with it, which is exactly my point. You, If you thought your technology was so brilliant that nobody else could come up with it, you wouldn't need to patent it. You would keep it as a secret, a trade secret, like mm -hmm. you know, uh, KFC's spice blend recipe. Um, you know, so... I, yeah, and and they they're patenting it because they think that other people will eventually get there through their own research and their yep. own analysis of natural language processing. Which I, is I was just super saying right now. that not by not they want them to not patent it. I was just saying that not patenting it doesn't right. prevent people from getting it. I mean, and I can almost guarantee that it will make it out into the wild one way or another. Uh, yep. And if it's not patented, on, well. then anybody that gets their hands on it, they don't have to develop it. They don't have to ask for permission to use it. Yeah. And well, I mean, you're yeah. you're making the assumption right now that the government doesn't already have this, yeah. right? And the ability to do these things. I mean, uh, companies like if Spotify has something like this, you got to assume companies like Google and Amazon that have probably vastly more sophisticated um, language processing systems than Spotify because they have well, orders we, of magnitude more developers working on that kind of stuff. More time. Who do you think gave it to Spotify in the first place? <laughs> uh, they've got three letter organization, first letter mm -hmm. N, last, last letter A. And I'm pretty sure there's an S in there someplace. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, because I mean, it's not like the NSA can be like, "Hey, we're gonna patent this thing, everybody. Look what we're using." No, <laughs> they get they get Spotify to patent it. That way, nobody, you know, throws 
All Everybody's I've mad say. at Spotify and NSA is just laughing the whole way. All I've got to say is that if if I could get metrics on like this show and know when people get frustrated or bored, that would be useful information. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I'm pretty sure the I can tell you exactly where like, they get frustrated and bored. <laughs> they get <laughs> it's a one flat line. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, when the show starts. <laughs> Um, that, that's when people get no! frustrated and then bored. Um. <sighs> All right. Uh, looks like we have a story here about YouTube. YouTube is uh, got their has their uh, automatic closed captioning feature, and it looks like they're introducing a new option to automatically uh, translate the text of from one uh, country to another. They are testing this translation uh, from English titles into Portuguese and Turkish at this time. Uh, this is uh, a small area test again, much like our last uh, talking about last feature we were talking about. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, th this is a, 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 a cool use of the technology. Let's get the uh, the ability to have that universal translator in everybody's videos, guys. I want to see it all. I I seriously hope that one year for new for uh, April 1st, when you switch it to Turkish, it'll be gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> of course, for New Year's, you got to have, when you go to Swedish, you get the, the Swedish chef, obviously. That's what you have to have there. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, cool. Yeah. I, I actually saw this in use recently because somehow i was i was clicking through to one of our videos and somehow closed captioning it got turned on and i was i was completely blown away that holy crap we have we have closed captioning and we've done absolutely nothing um yep. in that and regard so and actually it's halfway decent too google's yeah. got, gotten really good at the at the translate at the uh transcribing game well that's because they've got these things in everybody's houses listening to people talk 24 7 <laughs> and getting the correct way to pronounce your name too yeah. <laughs> see it's just like when uh they used or uh, that dude to realize that he could use captchas to get people to solve the book scanning problem oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah it same thing uh it's just um it, it, so Google Assistant is actually just crowdsourcing NLP for Google. It's both. I mean, <laughs> the best thing you can do is get your thing to do mul or solve multiple problems. Fair so enough. it's number one, it's helping you. And in turn, it's taking the data that you give it to help uh, the auto caption stuff. So uh, yeah, all <laughs> I know is if you look at that picture, is that phone being held by a werewolf? <laughs> that is an awful lot of hair on that arm. It's on the hand. <laughs> okay. Okay. That is totally a werewolf arm. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Here we go. Uh, we had last story of the night, I believe. Google is uh, has uh, been making tablets. Did you know that, that they make tablets, the Android tablets? I know. What? It's hard to believe. No, seriously, they really? they make they make devices that are larger than phones that run Android, or maybe they don't. They 
maybe a couple of them, but mostly they have other people to them. Uh, they are uh, working on rebranding what was the Google video app and the Google Play video app and whatever there yeah. to a new place, a new, a new uh, setting called the entertainment space. Right now, launching on what looks like mostly uh, the, uh, the, the devices that come from Walmart. Uh, these, this is the new way to access uh, things like how to search for videos, how to search for audio, how to search for audio books and the actual books, you know, ebooks inside of it. Uh, this is the new uh, central hub for get, having access to all the media available it's, through Google. It's just the Play Store. They just changed the name to Entertainment Space. Um... Yep, you're basically right. And uh, maybe it's a good thing because I don't because know. The name was the problem. I mean, no. the difference is that it's it's basically the Play Store with a tab for installed apps, which was the Play, the Play Store. Store. That's the Play well, Store, right? But what I'm saying is, installed apps is literally a list, whereas this is a content type, yeah. more like the the regular pages of the Play Store. So it's taking that my apps and moving it into a more standard context page it you know i mean sure I, it'd be interesting to see what this actually looks like and how well it works i uh, i think that um the the current system for finding content and entertainment related stuff is you know it, it's fully reliant upon your own personal organization skills which may or may not be good right so all they gotta so do is just call it stuff What's in there? <laughs> Stuff. So like videos? Me, yeah. One Music? Of the things, yeah. One of the things I really liked about the Google Play TV, the Google Play movies and the Google Play TV app is that it had the ability for you to search for things and it would tell you where to find it, even if it wasn't on Google's apps. Mm -hmm. And when Google replaced those Google Play TV apps with just the Google Play TV Store. app, oh, no, oh, no gotcha. they actually have a specific Google TV yeah, app. Yeah, yeah. It still does the same thing. But back in the day, it was all in one big app store and you mm -hmm. could find it all. It did kind of have sections. You would kind of go into the book session and you had to come back out to get to the general store. This new one is supposedly supposed to make it so it's all very seamless between them. Um, yeah, this is still just, uh, you know, putting more layers of... Uh, of a, of, a, of, of, a, of a facade on top of a, the, the, the house and hopefully the, the facade will hold up hold up the rest of the house kind of thing unfortunately behind uh, the facade of an innocent looking bookstore yeah well uh, so uh, I, I kind of like it the, those interfaces mostly because I really haven't had access to much else I like the fact that it lets me see other places to get the stuff if it's not a Google necessarily thing um, that's cool Um yeah, I, I'd like to see it. We'll yeah. see if this is something that is good or not. I will not judge it yet, but I will judge it when it comes across. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my feelings for the Google Play Store have changed over the years. Oh. But the one thing that has never changed is my feeling for our patrons. Yeah, I know. Those... those nice people absolutely they're the nicest um man so to all of you that are currently supporting this show via patreon thank you so much you are literally our favorite people on the planet uh if you would like if you're not currently subscribing it or su supporting us but you would like to 
we, we don't care why if you just want want to be uh you you want it desperately want to be why. one of the people that we love all it takes is a dollar a month it's not a question of why yeah <laughs> i mean we will we we always anytime someone subscribes we say why but <laughs> that doesn't change the fact that we're appreciative and you become one of our favorite people the answer to the question why is why not why ask why (laughs) as bud once just once said why ask why try bud dry but you should go over to patreon.com slash the vod squad and that is all it takes all right let's uh head on over for some rants and some raves rants raves what do we got anybody who wants to take this away i'm gonna start with uh last night Mm -hmm. i was sitting down after dinner and usually it's you know time to spend time with family and Mm -hmm. and you know do that kind of thing and uh but everybody said, oh, no, we're going to go to the store. We're going to go and do our thing. Just you, you sit and relax. Don't worry about it. You got nothing. You don't worry about it tonight. It's like, okay, I can relax tonight. How nice. Um, and the uh, my phone beeped at me and said, oh, um, in about 20 minutes, uh, we're going to start our podcast. And if you want to listen in, you can listen in. Uh, if you go to join this Discord room, it's like, oh, who's that? W. Scottus One, starting in his cinema cinemavention ch- uh, channel on his uh, on the uh, game on the uh, uh, mm-hmm. game night network. So I listened in, and uh, they they recorded their episode. It was about ninety minutes long. I was able to you know do some dishes while that was going on and other things to keep, you know to just keep myself busy. But uh, it, it it was a quite a good episode. Uh, he, 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 I, I had not. Uh, did not know that W. Scottus One had never seen Star Wars, mm-hmm. and that was what the episode was about. So, so I was like, really, <laughs> for those of you that are not in the know, uh, we have been uh, kind of yelling at W. Scottus One for years because there are so many movies that he has never seen. Um, so somebody convinced him after years of like basically abuse to uh start a his own thing uh akin to uh you know it, it it's different from movie party because they're actually watching stuff that should be paid attention to um but then they're you know taking time to talk about it so yeah and so uh i listened to it the uh, uh keith from uh, from our our rivals from uh, uh ritual misery podcast of course uh that <laughs> was uh, there to talk star wars they talked about all kinds of uh since he has never seen star wars or any of the other movies uh, they limited it to the movie star wars and yeah. that information and they, they and there were things that keith was like i so want to say more you but i can't, can't. Can't. Did I say Kent? Uh, Keith, I'm sorry. Kent, yes. Uh, but so um, he did a good job keeping it spoiler free for additional stuff in Star Wars. Uh, but uh, we went in af- I went in after the that and uh, decided to join them in their Discord to, just to chat with the guys. And so we, we decided to bring up a couple of things that were um, were released shortly after the film 
we we i know that they sat and watched at least a little while of hardware wars which oh my god <laughs> i have seen the space battles of hardware wars because it's like oh that's funny i love that that's hilarious i think that's great i didn't realize that um that they also had all that really amazing acting going on in that wonderful movie. Uh, and also I found the 1997 uh, uh, making of video of, uh, uh, of Star Wars, just Star Wars came out just after the movie was released. And uh, it has a very young looking, very hip looking, very thin George Lucas. Sounds exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> So there's interesting stuff to, to pay attention So when to. is he going to watch that THX movie? I have no idea. I don't Anyways, know. Is that a movie that anybody should watch? I, I No, I have never seen THX 1138. Never. I, any, anytime I see that name, I think of Firewire, which is IE 1394. But yep. um, that, that's, that's what I think of because of so, the numbers. I recommend anybody who likes to listen to somebody being introduced into crazy movies like The Big Lebowski, uh, Jurassic Park, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Die Hard. Uh, you can subscribe to cinemavision.com and uh, and you can or any use any of the podcasters out there to uh, podcast apps. It's pretty good. So I recommend right. it. Oh, definitely right. have to check that out. Thanks. Um, I... I haven't watched much except for another couple episodes of Alone. Really not not getting very far. Um, but I have been watching like YouTube and stuff on, on my TV down here that's a Roku TV. And I may have mentioned this before, but it just drives me so crazy that it's worth mentioning again that um, like the Roku TV has a screensaver that comes on. And... Uh-huh. Every time the stupid screensaver comes on, if you hit play again, it's always advertising something and it closes the app you were using and goes into that thing rather than playing the video you paused a few minutes ago. Um, Drives me crazy. Roku, this is horrible and awful and you shouldn't be doing this. Fix it. But it, the, don't you have those amazing screensavers where you can see all the various cool things from da- various movies slowly I, going by? I will say that I, I I visually like the screensaver. There's one, it goes through, the one I selected goes through all the sci-fi scenes. Yeah. And there's like all, so, all kinds of different little bits from sci-fi uh, movies. So you're saying that if, if you leave it paused and it goes to screensaver, it comes back and it's not on where no. you paused it if you push like the up or the arrow button or something you're fine it'll actually just take screensaver off and start playing again oh yeah it also doesn't make a lot of sense if i push the up button it shouldn't start playing it should just turn the screensaver off and let me see what i pause I, I, don't, I don't have that experience okay if i hit the play button yeah then it instead of playing the video it selects the ad that occasionally oh, that's because the well that's because the so if you look at the ad that's on there it'll have the thing that tells you how to interact with it oh. that one is play so you just happen to select the hey show me the ad button no i i get that 
And I yeah. think that that's a horrible thing. You should not mm. make the play button be the show me the ad button. Um, that's that's horrible. I've the, never the play but, button is how you unpause. Yeah, the play it, pause button is how you unpause the video you were watching. If I hit pause, I should be able to unpause it the way I would unpause a video anytime. Yeah, but and it's just I, that oh, you waited too long to hit unpause, and now we started showing an ad, and for some stupid reason. Um, See, I've never had that problem because I never hit the play button until I'm back to the screen where I should hit the play button. Right. Um, I don't I don't always even look at my screen, though, when I hit play, because like I'll often pause music mm -hmm. on YouTube. So I'm not even watching gotcha. it. I'm just listening to the music. So I'll just hit play when I get off my meeting. And all of a sudden I'm at some it opens the Roku app or the whatever the ad is for for and it just yeah crazy. See, and that's the difference is I always before I do anything I always look at the screen to see what the status is before yeah. I push anything um but a lot of time a lot of those apps you can play and pause using the uh select button um but yeah uh so i mean there's yeah i've never just, i've never i've never had that problem the, um the play button should play <laughs> or pause that's it's it's both of those functions it should do those two functions and only those two functions it should not be used to select ads i i it, I, yeah I, that's i, I will die i mean i i could field. say that <laughs> i i could agree that on one hand that they could use another button as a hot key, but the whole point of those they ads is to make it make it easy for you to see the ad. They have this relatively unuseful star button. Oh, I use that all the time. They could just use that. Like yeah. it's not like there's no other implied meaning except for do something abnormal. The play, the forward, button. the back, the arrow. It's a what? It's it's menu button is right. what it is. But it brings I mean, up the sub menu in apps. Yeah, and changes settings like so you can move things and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like I, I, that would make sense to me. It would be an intentional choice, and it would not be any harder than hitting the play button, except you would do it on accident far less. Yet, or and I I will argue and say. It's silly because you can get out of that screen using basically every other button. Just use any other button other than the play button. Yes. Back button. No, no, I'm this, saying for you I, to I, get back to the video. I fully understand that every <laughs> button on the remote other than that one does accomplish my goal. But that is the natural one to do to use oh. when you want to resume playing a video that you paused. So wait, wait, oh, the other solution? Don't use a screensaver that has ads on it. Is it possible? Oh yeah, uh, the aquarium that? one never has ads. They, there's certain, there are certain- uh, The Roku ones in particular. Yeah, well, there's certain screensavers that are brought to you by, um, like a couple of years ago, they had this Easter one and it was brought to you by Bounty. Um, so it had like bounty coupons and stuff that you could interact with. Um, yeah, I've never seen 
adds on the like aquarium which is one of my favorites or it has been uh i usually just keep my roku set to whatever the default is and it changes based on the season well i gotta say i mean the screensaver is very cool but I will happily change it to literally anything else to get rid of that feature because it's an evil feature. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, in in my my brain says using the play and pause button is the is the most uh it makes the most sense if you're gonna have that to pull, interact with that ad if you're gonna have that ad. But um I probably would have designed it the same way. This but, is the person that, that, yeah. Hmm. I, I, I can't think of any appropriately slanderous statement to make about you at the moment, but there, there, there must be a very strong one for, for that statement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because also that, that, that thing is on the screen. So uh, sh it's not on the screen for long and you need people to, if, they're going to interact with it. They need to be able to immediately interact with it. Otherwise they're going to go, if they have to hunt around for a button, they're just going to go, eh, forget it. And that play button is the one that you've got. People probably have the most muscle memory. So you can just go, Ooh, play that play. And, mm. but yeah, I, 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 can see, I, I, I see <laughs> your side, but okay. Well, um, yeah. I don't really know what to talk about. Um, there's been like a lack of content in. You've been opinion. busy, so. Uh, yeah. You've I've, been actually going to work, haven't you? Well, a uh, couple days uh, every other week. Okay. So that's not. That it's bad. one of those things where when I was told I had to go back to work, it, it works out to like maybe a week a month, and I'm that I'm not going to complain about that because it could be way worse. Uh, I, as far as the company's concerned, uh, I should be back there every day, uh, <laughs> every other week because they like, divided nope. it up, you know, so that half the people come in in one week and half come in the other week for COVID, yada, 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 whatever. But yeah, I've just been, I've been ex just busy, busy, just exhausted. And every, time the weather gets a little bit better and i get my uh uh my i start to feel somewhat happy with life they <laughs> go oh, 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 oh yeah never mind it's cold <laughs> um yeah these hundred you know degree swings almost uh just drive me crazy and make me feel like crap so that's it that's my rant minnesota okay. Still a terrible place. And I don't know before, why anybody lives here. Before we go too far, <laughs> I did want to mention that it was mentioned in the chat that I probably mispronounced uh, that that website. It's Cinemavention, not yes. Cinema Vision. So it's like intervention. Oh, I thought you said uh, Well, apparently, you apparently, due to the margarita, I'm slurring a little. So I always thought it was short for it. It's short for a cinnamon convention. Oh, it's I, a cinnamon convention. Yum! That sounds so. to. That would be really a horrible place to walk into because by the time I walked out, I couldn't smell a thing. <laughs> yeah, because there are different kinds of cinnamon oh, from different. But it regions. would be total overload for 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 me probably, oh, I and I would walk out and like I, I can't smell anything. 
Oh well. Anyways, just wanted to mention that the you know I I might have said it wrong. Cinema vention. All right. Well, on that note, uh, thank you everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, We will be back again next week, as we always are, Wednesday night, nine p.m. Central here on Twitch. Uh, If you're watching us after the fact, yeah, you should come hang out with us live sometime. Uh, You get to participate in chat. You get to correct us when we say the wrong thing or mm-hmm. correct us wrongfully so that we can correct you back, which is one of my favorite things. It doesn't happen very often, but I really like it when it does. Um, but uh, yeah, also you get to submit titles, which we will vote on here in the post show. Yes, there is a post show. Uh, while it may not be super fancy, <coughs> it's not something that you get to see after the fact. So you got to actually be here. Um, and then if you are, weren't aware, you can get this after the fact, either on YouTube or, uh, from podcasts, uh, which are available everywhere that podcasts are available. And I think that is enough said. So thank you everybody. And we will catch you all next week. See you later. Bye. 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 Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>